Too many leaders lead for validation, not impact, for what they can get out of it more than what they can give to it. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm obsessed with how leaders grow and develop, and I too have insecure moments. We all do. Glad you're here with me now on the Sight Shift Podcast so you can learn how to lead for impact, not validation. All right, welcome to part three. Leadership would be easy except for the people. And what we're going through in this series on the podcast or YouTube, wherever you find yourself, is a journey around what it means to make peace with this idea that it's not a war between the people and the vision. The people are the vision. The people are the vision. I shared with you about my own experience with this in the first two. All of these are standalone. You can listen to them standalone. But when my friend said to me, Chris, the people are the vision. I was raging against an organization where I was trying to help them make changes and it was forcing things. Now, if we're going to be the kind of leaders who lead ourselves well and others well, we're going to walk through the horizon shift and the head shift and the heart shift I talked about. Today, what I want to do is just dive into this idea, the horizon shift, the horizon shift. Now, for me, crazy, crazy passionate about this. Like, this is the stuff of stuff of stuff. <laughs> My name is Chris McAllister, and I'm addicted to learning how we grow and transform as leaders, and then we lead others to transformation. It's not enough to ask this question, am I growing as a leader? Am I growing others as a leader? And I don't want to just grow them, try to improve their skills, give them a better tool. At the mindset level, I want to change lives. I don't need to change lives to be whole. Like, oh my gosh, if I don't change your life, I don't feel good about myself. It's like, no, life is short. We waste so much time on dumb crap. I want my interactions with people that I'm leading to be something that makes their life better. I want to be the kind of leader when people work for me, they are captivated, not by me, but by who they can become. That in my flaws, in my strengths, in my weaknesses, that I've learned how to focus on my strengths and, yes, delegate my weaknesses, but also, more importantly, transform my insecurities, they're getting caught up on their own journey of transformation. That's a horizon shift. And I wanted to spend one whole episode with you on just this idea of a horizon shift and, and deeply go into who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? How many people have you met and, and you get to know them? And like three years later, you interact with them and it's like they, they are even more comfortable in their skin. They're more true to who they are. They've, they've figured out in a way to not only grow themselves and become more and expand and get a heart as big as a stadium to care for people, but at the same time, they've unlearned dis, more dysfunction. They've unlearned more unhealthy ways that they would show up in the world. They've learned how to return back to that true essence of who they are. There's two truths that work here. We're expanding, we're becoming more, and we're also returning to who we are. And this horizon shift about becoming, please know this, please know this, please know this. It is a personal journey that affects every part of the organization. You know, I speak at conferences and events, and I'll paint these scenarios and, and pictures, and people come up to me, and they're like, man, so-and-so needed to be here. And I'm like, yeah, but you're here. You're here. <laughs> you're the one that needs to change. You're the one that needs to grow. You're the one that needs to learn something. And if that's learning and that growing and that transforming isn't happening, there will always be a lid to the leadership of you and your organization because people can't go where you haven't gone. It doesn't mean you're going to look like them. It doesn't mean you're going to be as good at it 
as them in specific character attributes they have or specific skills that they have, but it means you've got to be further down the road of making peace with the fact that you are never done becoming. You're never done becoming. Now, I want to throw some research at you at this because this research is powerful. Most adults, Robert Keegan, retired adult development specialist from Harvard, most adults he found never graduate beyond a stage he called the socialized self. In other words, most people, 67% of adults are walking around going, how do I need to believe and behave so I can belong with you? I don't want to stand out. I want to quell the anxiety that I have. And yet, when you look at the regrets of the dying, a person that worked in hospice 20, 25 years, she found the number one regret. Yes, this was anecdotal, but still, I think, powerful. The number one regret, I wish I would have lived my life, not the one someone else wanted me to live. The crux, the crossroads that we're all trying to graduate beyond is the socialized self into where we fully possess our own personhood, our own self. We think for ourselves. We act for ourselves. Not in a rebellious way, I'll tell you who I'm not, but in an authentic way, I willingly and joyfully pick this up. This is what it means to be me, and I like being me. This process of becoming, we could support it with, with data. We could support it with ideas throughout human history. It's been talked about in so many different ways. Wisdom traditions, stories from the Bible, Nietzsche, it's all in there swirling around. And what's so amazing to me is how much time we spend in our minds obsessed with, am I doing a good job and do people like me, operating in the background. If I could have one graph to show the whole world, I would want to show the world how much of our mind is occupied with trying to convince others that there's something we feel insecure about and we want them to think a certain way about us. And because that's happening, that's taking up so much of our headspace, so much of our heart space, and that's happening to you, leader. I know that there's an artificial pressure in society for you to be the team leader or to be the CEO, founder, owner, which is you know, who I love working with because we can affect so much change. I know there's a ton of pressure on you. I know there's a ton of pressure on you. Like you got to know it all and have it all together and have all the answers. And that is this completely screwed up idea that we got from school that it's all about getting an A, and it's all about being perfect, when it's more about progress. Your leaders don't need to see you having it all together. They just need to see you continually getting better. They don't need to see you showing up with perfection. They need to see you showing up with a healthy direction of becoming. And that's what I'm asking. Like, what's the horizon for you? Like, what's, what's your four-minute mile? Roger Bannister ran the four-minute mile. Everybody said you couldn't do it. Once he did it, everybody did it. What, what's calling out to you about who you could become in character? Where do you want to become more? Not achievements, not performance. We'll get into some of that in the other episodes, but I'm talking about where do you want to become more than you've ever imagined you could become in your character? I look at moments when I'm at my worst and go, I want to picture me having amazing responses because I want that transformation. I want that horizon. I know I'm never done finding myself. I mean, we've sold this lie over and over and over again to leaders that you should reach this place of perfection that you found yourself. And now we're screwing up all kinds of parts of society because we're telling our adolescent children, you're going to become a kind of person who arrives and you can just take three to five years to find yourself. And we keep lengthening it 10 years, 12 years, and it's making the mental health suffering go off the charts because you're never done finding yourself.
Yes, you can lock in on some attributes of who you are and you can become something, but you are never done finding yourself. So may we be the kind of leaders who do not get stuck in our ways of becoming, but we stay on the lookout. We stay on the horizon. We stay engaged for what might be showing up in my world today that's an invitation for me to become more than I am. Not that I have to feel insecure and insufficient where I am, but I know that who I'm becoming shapes every part of this organization. And if I'm becoming more and better, I'm on a journey to lead our organization and lead our people where they've never been. And we're going to be strong in the storms and we're going to be ready for the crisis and we're going to enjoy the good times and everything in between, in between because of who we are. More at SightShift.com, S-I-G-H-T, Shift.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode. There's always more for you at SightShift, S-I-G-H-T, Shift.com to be the leader you were meant to be.